Hey Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. I love you, Mom. She's one of the most influential women in NASCAR. I love my mom. My sister Kelly always has my back. I couldn't be prouder of my daughter. I love my wife Kelly. She's my best friend. Welcome to this week's Fast Lane Family brought to you by Bedhead by TG. You can get Bedhead by TG products at your local Ulta, and you can also visit Ulta.com. So today, uh, my hubby LW is joining me in the Exalta studio, and how are you today first? I'm doing great. <laughs> Oh, I know better than that. I'm your wife. Okay, I'm very tired. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, LW and I are often asked with our schedules, you know, just how many races do we go to? How do we make it all work? You know, we've got the three kids. We both work here in junior at Junior Motorsports in pretty, um, you know, stressful positions. And we are coming off one of our busiest weeks um, ever, it seems like. Um, I do not know. I haven't come up for air yet, so I think we're going to... I'll I'll back that up and (laughs) say I think we've come off our busiest summer ever this July and August leading into September have been the busiest summer months that I recall, you know, within the company-wise for Junior Motorsports, Sports, obviously with Dale's situation, not racing with the concussions is added to that, but even just here at Junior Motorsports, it seems like we've had a lot happening. We have. The good news is, is we, you know, we got our driver signed for next year on the Xfinity side. So um, hopefully maybe our fall will be uh, less stressful because fall is very important to you, as we know. (laughs) Yeah, I know that my (laughs) fall, regardless of what's happening here, will be less stressful because I'll find most of my fall sitting in a tree somewhere hunting some deer. Exactly. Hunting season is is on. Some seasons have already opened, haven't they? Yep. Uh, The North Carolina season started couple weeks ago and Ohio season starts this Saturday and Pennsylvania the following Saturday so the archery season is in full swing here now. So I just need to give you a goodbye kiss and say see you about December 1st. Yep I'll (laughs) stop back and see at least once a week. (laughs) All right so we had um, we this this past week has just been uh, so busy and quite the blur. We were in Chicago and had a lot uh, going on there with the girls who are filming a show on Nickelodeon called Hammer Down, which actually airs this Friday, September the 23rd, um, on Nickelodeon. I think it comes on at 9.30, so check your listings there. But um, the girls were busy filming for three days in Chicago, and we also were busy with uh, Brant, who is not too far from Chicago there, out of uh, Springfield, and had a lot going on with them and, and, and did some things. We got a little time in for sightseeing, too, so it was quite crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, it was hectic going out there, you know, had a lot of fun. We were hoping for a little bit cooler fall-like weather, but it was hot the whole time we were there, it seemed. But I, I was uh, the girls got to check out some of the stuff in the city with the, uh, the American Girls doll store, mm-hmm. and Carson got to do a little bit of a 
sweet 16th birthday shopping before her birthday and of course i got to take a little trip up the road and look at a little bit of hunting land <laughs> not, not far from there so the thursday was a great day for me because that's when i spent it in the woods and of course <laughs> I, I can't i also had a good day friday and, and great day saturday at the track with the guys running real well yeah so back up to uh wednesday when we went out to chicago so our our 10-year-old uh, has had this fear of flying for a couple of years, and we've worked really hard to get over that and get past that. And I'm very happy to report that she made her uh, voyage just fine, uh, the first one in two years. And um, so that earned her a trip to the American Girl store. And um, so we land in Chicago, you know, after that flight, like in the afternoon, and, and we decide we're going to go downtown <laughs> to to shop and eat and Mind you, we rented this motorhome to stay at the track because we were going to have to be up at like 6, 6.30 a.m. every um, morning. So we wanted to make it as convenient and easy as possible on us with the girls filming. And we had to ship our stuff there in containers on the trucks, like not literally ship, but, you know, we sent it along. Actually, on uh, we sent some with Regan Smith on his motorhome. <laughs> my, my Uncle Mike <laughs> drives that. And we sent some on our truck. And... Um, so we land, and we want to go in the city. Well, of course, traffic is a little crazy. We're trying to figure out where to eat. We picked this fabulous place for prime rib called Lowry's. They have these grill things that they bring right to your table with the prime rib inside and cut it off the way you want it, and all the little sides and fixings were, were on that, and that was just really, really good. Yeah, definitely delicious. Uh, yeah. I think all both girls uh, and you and myself, we all had prime rib and we all thought that was the best we'd ever had. Yeah, it was so good. And then, um, so we went to the American Girl. Well, actually, Kennedy and I went one way and El Dub went with um, Carson. Where'd y'all go? Y'all went, <laughs> they went to Victoria's Secret. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> was my 15 year old daughter, soon to be 16, walking around Victoria's Secret. So well, was, I didn't uh, see you walking. I saw you sitting yeah, at the bottom I, I of the found, escalator on your phone. I found a, a spot to sit and told her that uh, as long as I knew, uh, you keep you know, your you're, you're nervous in, in the city with all going on. And, and I figured as long as I had the door guarded where she couldn't get out of the store without me seeing her, I felt she was safe to wander around the store. Of course, uh, she did that for a while. Yeah. And then she. Let me know when it was time that she needed me again, which was when she was at the cash register. So. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we went that that the Victoria's Secret store wasn't bad. That didn't, you know, she, I sat there. It she was walked a closed store. And then going to the next store we went to, I don't know yeah. what it was, but it was overwhelming because it had. A it lot was more seven stuff floors happening. and clothing, and yeah, L Dub texted me and he's like, "This." is not fun. <laughs> I'm like, would you rather be over here at the American Girl and Kennedy's going crazy about, you know, I want this, I want that. Oh, mom, look at this. Oh, mom, look at that. Da, 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 da. You know, it was nine, 90 miles an hour. But so we survived that and we were headed, you know, we're oh, at this point, we're getting really tired and we still have our motorhome to put together. We still have all these tubs. We have to meet the truck driver um, for the truck team. He was uh, at the um, uh, truck stop. Uh, gonna sleep there overnight and and he wanted to go to bed around nine and it was an hour difference for us already so we had to uh, scurry back and and meet him and get our tubs and then we got to Uncle Mike over at Regan's uh, bus around ten thirty. I kept texting him like I promise we also had to stop at Walmart and get groceries so we got dropped off there and while LW went and went and got our totes up the street it was just what time we get in bed about midnight yeah it was midnight yeah. before we got in bed yeah sure. That was Wednesday night. We had to get up Thursday at 6.30 with the girls. We stayed all day filming with them. Oh, oh whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. We, I <laughs> stayed all day filming. We, the little mouse in LW, went to uh, 
couple hours across the way to a, a friend of ours who uh, is uh, got some hunting land that LW's going to go up and, and hunt. So they went scouting all day. Yeah. And I th- we were planning to meet back up for dinner, but I got the old call around lunchtime. Hey, this is really going good. I'm having so much fun. Um, you girls just do your own thing for dinner. Which, and uh, which go I into knew, the city. I knew it wouldn't bother the, the kids because I think both Carson and Candy had envisions of a lot more shopping, and they know that that doesn't, for me, it doesn't last very long. So I think <laughs> when they found out that I was going to, I think when I called you, we looked, the, the our friend Chase has five farms that they hunt on out there, and we had only looked at two of them. So yeah. I said, I'm going to keep on, we're going to keep on checking out these farms and checking trail cameras and I'm sure the girls were probably happy to hear that because they knew that and then they could talk you and twist your arm into going shopping more with them, which would have yeah, been Yeah, so we went me. back down into the city and uh, that afternoon after the girls got finished. And I think we went down actually during the day. Was that, uh, gosh, I'm confused on my days at this point. But, yeah, we went back down yeah, you, into you the had city. Some, yeah, you had some filming to do Thursday yeah. afternoon in the city and then yeah. you guys stayed there and did the shopping that night. Yeah, and um, so that was fun. Um, yeah, we had to go to the media event down there. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, and then every morning, I mean, 6.30 mornings, the girls did great. They got, had a lot of filming to do. It was fun to watch them and, and see how that worked and, and um, see how they interacted. And it's going to be a great show to watch and fun. Yeah, I was uh, joking with, with Rick Brandt. They had their, we had our motorhome set up and it was right next to Rick's bus. And I told him that after about the second day of, of a 10-year-old and a 15-year-old and a 44-year-old, uh, getting up at six o'clock in the morning for for makeup and hair for filming all day, I thought that I'd probably need to slip out of our camper and go hang out with him because I figured it was going to be a little more hectic. And actually, the girls did great. Uh, Kelly did great. Everybody, they uh, they 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 did great. I, I was now. Let's very be honest. Impressed. The first thirty minutes of the morning is a little is a little crazy because Carson doesn't like to wake up. She is not a morning person. Yeah, that's for sure. No, Kennedy I'm does pretty good, but Carson wants Kennedy to go first in hair and makeup, but then Carson takes longer, so she needs to go first, really, and it's just a chore to get them eyes going, and, and uh, I thought some days Kim, the makeup lady, was probably ready to strangle us because she's probably like, we didn't get them up to like five minutes before she got there, and, um, you know, get them up and let them brush their teeth, and then she does their hair and makeup, so they really don't have to do a whole lot. They took showers the night before. But they're just so moody. Yeah, I think we were very fortunate yeah. that Kim, the the makeup girl for the NASCAR filming people, was uh, she, she. She's a mom. She, she gets she, it. Uh, <laughs> she moved uh, to North Carolina from from Long Island, New York City, um, and has that temperament where she takes no crap. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty I awesome because we, Kelly and I, typically as the bad parents making the kids get ready in the morning, <laughs> we could almost keep quiet because kim definitely took the lead on that yeah she did she would snap them and and, and they obviously listened to her better because there she wasn't a parent so they had a little bit of fear versus they know that they don't have to have that with us so. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so um we we came home uh obviously the truck race that was pretty fun to watch um stood up on the holler and watch that uh cole gosh bless his heart had so much pressure on him definitely needed to win to get in the chase and drove his little tail off and uh ended up speeding on pit road there that was unfortunate and just kind of put the put the dagger in his night yeah had you know really disappointing but you know he he had the best truck in practice on on thursday and then knew he had a great race truck had had you know the only one i would say in the race that had a that had anything for for the 18 and he uh 
he came into the pits uh, fifth and came out third and, and sped in the doing that. And I think that, uh, you know, looking back, obviously he could have taken it a little bit easier and, and still had a shot to win it. But, you know, you watched the race on Sunday and a guy with the, the, the veteran like Jimmy Johnson does the same thing. So, you know, you can't hang your head in shame over something like that. You're trying to get all you can get. And it's just, it's just very hard. So yeah, that was disappointing. But on the same token, he ran real fast, which is encouraging. We still have uh, races eight, to eight races left and, yeah. and, you know, feel like we can win some races with Cole without being a chase at, th at this point, we're racing to win. So it's, uh, I think that that we're going to see some good things, you know, throughout the rest of the season with Cole. They've really gelled real well over the last few weeks. Yep. And we got to – it was fun to watch Josh Berry, who was uh, running someone else's truck, but he's our late model driver, and we were uh, super proud of that, and, and it was really exciting. He had a great run, um, finishing 13th, so. Yeah, he uh, – just in, uh, over the past few weeks, this came together for Josh to run that race, and we were excited for him. Of course, you know, it's not in one of our vehicles, but we're still excited and supportive, and everybody's paying attention and helping him all we can. And, uh, you know, he really – he took a truck that doesn't, you know, typically run run up in the front and, and you know, had a potential to a top 10, end up finishing 13th. But he was uh, just strong all night long and builds a lot of – a lot of momentum for him. He left there Friday night, went down to Myrtle Beach and ran our late model, the Speedco late model in the Cars Tour race and sat on a pole and won that race Saturday night. So he's really, he's on a high right now that, that's hard to beat. So I think going into Kentucky, he's going to run the Sun Energy 88 car for us in the Xfinity race at Kentucky this weekend. And, you know, timing wise, I don't think we could ask for a better situation because he's got a ton of confidence and everything's going his way. And you know, we're just, uh, for sure. This is his last shake at it this year in the Xfinity side for us, so we're hoping that he can turn some heads, and hopefully we can use that as a as a tool to help promote him and try to get him something, whether it be Xfinity or truck racing or whatever, but we really want to try to help promote that. Yeah, so we the Xfinity race went great. We had a good time up uh, with Brant in their tent. Boy, they had nearly 500 people there, their tent on uh, turns three and four. You could see it from about anywhere on the track, and um had a great crowd there and, and went up and spoke to them. You know, they they have a really cool initiative called letstalkfood.com and, uh, you know, really trying to go in grassroots with the farmers and talk about how our food's produced and, and really educating, um, you know, where our food's from and, and how that process happens so that, you know, when, when you're in the grocery store, maybe that we think about it a little bit. I pretty much take it for granted. You know, I just pick it up and eat it so um but everybody's getting real interested in in uh, how it works and and where it's coming from and, and all those fun things so that was pretty cool and, and got to meet some folks up there and um i've seen little miss evelyn uh who is uh, one of the owners at branch she's uh, 92 and just as spry as can be it's always fun uh getting a hug from her so an xfinity race went great uh, our cars uh, had good runs really hoping that justin could have pulled out a win but nonetheless, both Elliot and Justin are in the chase, and, and uh, our teams are certainly set for the next seven races there. Got on a plane, flew home, and the next day was my daughter Carson's 16th birthday. So uh, all that craziness for the weekend, and then I had to be prepared for uh, the 16th, uh, the big 16 um, yesterday. So um, we enjoyed that. L-Dub and I, just to add, you know, misery, more misery to ourselves for being so tired, it wasn't miserable. I'm just kidding, but we, we just had a really long weekend. We ended up taking them to the Brad Paisley concert Sunday night and um, in Raleigh because we missed it in Charlotte on Saturday night being in Chicago. 
And so we took six of her, her and, and five friends and uh, drove up to Raleigh, got dinner on the way. That was fun. And, and I went to the concert and everybody got to meet Brad and, and uh, the kids stood down in the pit the whole time, like amongst lots of people. Really enjoyed the show, but we got home at 2.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. Producer Natalie watched Wyatt and uh, Kennedy <laughs> for us. That was great. And um, so we, uh, I don't, it's probably going to be a couple weeks before we recover from all that. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I've been toying with the idea of traveling to Ohio this weekend for the opening of season up there Saturday. And I, uh, I, I think that looking at it today, which I figured it would be after the trip that I'm so tired, I'm thinking, well, maybe I should just wait a little bit, wait till the weather cools off a little bit. It's supposed to be 85 degrees up there. And, uh, I could probably use a weekend to catch my breath here and get ready for the real fall to hit. I was going to say, we just talked about how, how avid you are about this, and then here you are talking about missing the opening day. <laughs> I know, or I know. You must be sick, right? I know. Well, yeah, sick and tired. The hunting only gets better as the season progresses. <laughs> That's true. Uh, at least until November. Very true. So we, um, Carson, she's set to hit the roads. Oh, she can't get her license until this Friday. Uh, we have to do that whole one year of driving here with her permit and the little lady failed her first permit test last year, so on her birthday. So she's got a couple more days to wait, but uh, it won't kill her, and, and she'll be ready to hit the highway. And I'll be ready. I told her, game on. She's taking Kennedy to school um, because she Carson homeschools, so she doesn't have to get up for school like the the other two kids do. And, and I'm going to put her to work, so she better get ready. <laughs> she's going to help me out. We're going to get her a license tag says Carson's Taxi. Yeah, yeah Carson's Taxi Service. <laughs> I'm anxious and I'm I'm ready for it and nervous and anxious at the same time. Yeah, we uh she actually um coming home from the I guess when we got home from the concert she was talking about her friends going home driving home that late at night and it was encouraging to hear her with uh she was speaking of one of her friends and said that she she worries cuz they drive real fast but they don't text or or use their phone when they're driving so she wasn't too worried about that so <laughs> at least she understands the importance. I mean uh, I think that the driving fast thing is probably not a great idea, but if she wants a speed now and then I'll take that over the texting and, and using her phone while she's driving. Cause yeah, that, being distracted. That, that's, that's the concern I would have for any kids driving, and that was encouraging to hear her say that, to have that viewpoint. So, well, we can hope for the best. <laughs> exactly. I told her she's, uh, you know, just in, in driving with her on her permit, you know, she'll get excited and, and get that speed limit up there a little bit, and I'm like, you know, Carson, you need to slow down, da 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 And I'm like, you cannot, in her first six months of driving, she cannot get a ticket. I mean, I don't want her to get a ticket, period, but she cannot get a ticket and then get her, you know, they only get a provisional license for that first six months where they have to follow certain rules. They can't drive after nine. They can't have only one person under um, the age of 21, I think it is, in the passenger with them. Um, so, you know, she's got some rules to follow, but um, I, wor I worry about her. Yeah, <coughs> I know she's a good Absolutely. driver, but you know, everybody wants to break the rules every now and then. Yeah. Something will come up; they got to get fast. He's smiling because they were they were talking about me last night and driving <laughs> and everything and using me as an example. I said, "Look, I'm 44. I can do what I want. She's gonna be 16. She's got to follow the rules." Yeah, well, she. Uh... <laughs> I can take the consequences. She's gonna be parked. Yeah. If she gets a ticket. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, um, well, you want to talk about hunting for a little bit? Well, I guess we can talk about that. It's going to stay busy here for a while because you've got lots of trips planned. Yeah, we're uh, we're really all year long, spend most of the year 
envisioning what's going to happen in October and November. And, you know, we spend some time up at our cabin throughout the summer. And every time we're up there, I'm planning and prepping for our fall hunts. And, and one of the the most exciting and fun times that we have is, is in October. There's uh, five or six of us get together and meet in Pennsylvania and we hunt for a week in early October. And we're not so much hunting for for big bucks but we're we're trying to thin the herd and harvest some doe and it's just a lot of fun because it's laid back it's still nice weather early october uh you know we, there's probably nowhere on earth to be better than in pennsylvania the, the the second week of october in the middle of fall foliage and so i i really look forward to that although like i said it's not going after the big buck that you want to put on the wall and all that it's just laid back fun cutting up with the guys um your brother Carrie will go up, and and Uncle Robert G goes up, and, and Tanner and Seth, a couple of my friends, uh, Tony, we all meet up there and have a blast. So that's one of one of the hunts I look the most forward to. Uh, you know, we just go up there have fun. So we, Kelly, I'm gonna go up the weekend before uh, and yeah, help prep, cook, prep yeah. the cabin, yeah. and get us some food while we're up there. Which we'll we'll barbecue and stuff like that also there. But you'll have some stuff made up. We can just throw in the oven and. The cook uh, and, and cleaner. <clears throat> the guys will all That's head up and, and have a blast. So, <laughs> well, you would be welcome to come too. But I know. know you'd love for me to come hunting, but it yeah. wouldn't be the same. Oh, yeah. It's the whole boy thing. Yep. Yeah. So we'll do that, and then we'll lead in. I have a funny story first before you go there that you it just dawned on me. So this is how exciting he is about hunting and anything hunting whatsoever. When we got home Saturday night around ten from oh, we got ten ten thirty from Chicago, and you know yeah. we've had this exhausting one time. Good time, but, you know, we're tired. Want to get everybody in bed. Wyatt's happy to see us because he stayed with his grandparents down in South Carolina for while we were gone. And we have these boxes sitting in the garage. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, oh, what are these boxes? Oh, this is from Bass Pro Shop. Oh, true, this is from True Timber, da-da-da. So he picks the boxes up. And mind you, it's 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And I'm like, where are you taking those boxes? Because I want those boxes to stay in the garage. I don't want those boxes to come in the house. And he's like, I'm taking them in the house, you know. He takes them in the bedroom and literally starts unboxing and trying on every single thing in the boxes. Yep, we uh, All of it. All 25 pieces that well, you got from True Timber. Yeah, we have a, obviously a wonderful relationship with True Timber Camouflage. And I, I had just emailed them my, my fall, my quote, fall wish list. <laughs> and... Uh, of course, while we were gone to Chicago, somebody here from the, from the office, showed up. somebody from the office that texted me and said, hey, there's some boxes from True Timber um, in your office and one from Bass Pro Shops. And, and so, of course, I knew what that was. Uh, my wish list had got here. And when we got home Saturday night, I took a shower after being at the racetrack all day long and got out of the shower. And I think it was midnight by the time I got done trying on all my hunting yeah, clothes. Yeah, it so, was. Yeah. But it was uh, all great stuff. So. <laughs> and then he's wondering, like, why doesn't Wyatt want to go to bed? <laughs> what'd you have for dinner what'd they feed you you know and it's like um you're the one like a kid in a candy store here you know making every we're, we're all ready to go to bed yep well that's uh, you're excited uh, weren't you part of it yep 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 yeah so we'll uh we'll go for our october hunt in pennsylvania and then we'll follow that up in uh, november uh dale and martin truex and myself will be hunting up at our land in ohio for a week or two early in november so looking forward to that um, you know, that's a lot of fun, get together with Dale and get to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with him. That's always fun. And, and Truex, of course, as well as he's been running lately, I'm sure he'll be a, a blast to be around because he's on top of the world right now. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. looking forward to that. And then, of course, out to Illinois to, to hunt with Chase uh, yeah. also in November. So it's, yeah, I got a lot of good, fun stuff coming coming up.
You do. If I could just uh, figure out a way to do all that stuff and have my family there with me while I was doing it, it'd be say, wonderful. Looks like, <laughs> looks like I got a lot of time with the kids coming up. Yeah, well, I, I, Wyatt, so I actually makes me think about Wyatt's situation. Um, a few weeks ago, we when we were in Pennsylvania for our, our last trip of the summer, Kelly, you and Wyatt were out picking ras- uh, blackberries oh gosh, yeah. and got got attacked by hornets. hornets. And what, you had 17 hornet stings? Yeah, I think I had like 21 and he had 17 or vice something okay, like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, you had a few we more. We both had him. almost 20s, yeah. Um, so that was a traumatic experience for both Kelly and Wyatt and me. Because I was out on the tractor somewhere, and I got a text that get back to the cabin as soon as possible. So of course I thought there was a an emergency, which it was an emergency, <laughs> but I thought somebody was you know needed to call Life Flight. So I hey, I, at I the moment it happened, I thought we needed to call yeah, Life Flight too. I know, okay, I, I mean we're in Pennsylvania, small town, six hundred people, mm-hmm. hospitals, you know, twenty twenty five minutes away. I don't even really know where the hospital is, and you have no cell service. Yeah. Okay. So when Wyatt started screaming, I mean we had been out there for a couple hours. But we just ventured off the trail, which was not, I guess, now looking back, it's not the smart thing to do. But Wyatt wanted to go down through the woods. So we, um, I mean, he was about four feet in front of me. He went to step. And the next thing I know, he is just screaming bloody murder. And as a mom, you have no idea. I had no, it didn't even dawn on me about the hornets, anything. And I have no idea why he's screaming. And I'm going to him. Well, hell, as soon as I get to him, I know why he's screaming. Because then <laughs> I start getting stung. And, um, I mean, mom brain just went in. And, and I um, I started, I mean, he was covered literally in them. And I had to, I was just trying to brush them off of his clothing. And um, all the while, I'm getting stung. And I'm, I pick him up. And we, you know, we run off from the site. And we run down, I don't know how, how far it is down to your dad's Probably building. About 200, 200 or 300 yards. And I'm carrying him, but I put him down because I'm still trying to get all the bugs off of him because he's just covered in them and he's screaming. And um, so I got him down to uh, the building and took the water hose and just doused him with the water hose trying to make him, you know, more comfortable. And then we jump in the Jeep. Well, we're both, I mean, liter- we're soaking wet at this point. So we get the Jeep seats all wet. And um, we've got this little cool camo Jeep Cherokee up there that we... Uh, Jeep Liberty that we run up there, and um, we go to the cabin. Well, meanwhile, I've got no phone service, so I'm trying to get in touch with LW, and I can, and I get to the cabin. I just undress this outside. We go into the shower. I'm in the shower on my cell phone trying to get a hold of his dad to get to you because I knew y'all were going to be near each other with the tractor. He could drive to you. I'm looking. I'm on Google trying to, to find, you know, methods that I can what can I do immediately for Wyatt because he is just still crying and it was probably I don't know a good probably 30 minutes 20 to 30 minutes before you got up there and um, I had made a baking soda paste and rubbed Wyatt down in it and Eldo comes in he's like what's all this white stuff all over the floor I mean I I was frantic and uh, Wyatt's sitting there in a towel and he's got all this paste on and at this point he's just kind of sniffling but you know they hurt but unfortunately I had the um, worst of it. I had to end up getting a prednisone shot, going down to the, the hospital the next day or the doctor's office and, and getting a shot. And But we recovered. But ever since then, Wyatt doesn't want to go outside. If he sees the smallest thing flying, it could be a flea, a fly. It could be a bee, a moth, 
anything, he immediately runs back inside, hollering and screaming, Dad, come in. He doesn't want anyone else to be outside either because he thinks you're going to get stung too. So we all have to go inside. And um, that didn't fare well for him at this Grammys this past weekend because they were trying to go apple picking. Well, what do you think's all over apple orchards? Well, yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's what, <laughs> that was what was leading me into so this. So he's not going hunting with <laughs> that, you. That's yeah. what I was going oh, yeah. to with this. Uh, you know, I l- obviously <laughs> love to spend time with Wyatt and Kelly and the girls. And yeah. so I, when I was still... I, I guess I'm not going to write it off yet, but as I've been toying with the idea of um, going to Ohio this weekend, I mentioned to Wyatt uh, <laughs> last night or the night before I asked him if he would want to go with me, which of course he does. He wants to go everywhere I go, and he says, yeah, yeah, if you go to Ohio, I want to go, and I said, well, I said, we're going to have to be out in the woods while we're up there, buddy, and he just is not okay with the woods right now, no. so he... He said he could stay by himself. Yeah, he said he'll. He said, "Well, I'll just uh, he goes. You could you could go out in the woods and and, and when you go home, I'll just stay. I'll stay at the cabin." I said, "Well, you can't stay by yourself." He said, "Well, I'll stay with with the nanny." I said, "Well, buddy, there's not gonna be a nanny where it's just gonna be, you know, you and me and and maybe Tanner up there in Ohio." And he said that, uh, "Well, you guys go ahead and go hunt. I'll just stay at the cabin by myself." So <laughs> I don't think I can pull off leaving our four no. and a half year old at the cabin by himself. So no. it's. It's he's just to the point now where he's about old enough that I can take him out and enjoy the woods with me. And and, and lo and behold, this uh, wa- this hornet incident happens and has slowed that down. Yeah. Good thing uh, winter's coming up so that the bees will go in and maybe we can forget about it. We had this same sort of incidents over shorts when he was about two. He fell on the first day that we put him in shorts in spring. He fell on both of his knees and got scratches. And so all the rest of the summer... And probably about for the next year, he wouldn't wear shorts. Yeah. And um, we just got him into shorts, you know, in the last probably year. And although he does have to wear them with uh, his boots, camo <laughs> cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah. His, yeah. His true timber boots. And Even his, at the uh, beach this shorts. summer, he wore his uh, shorts and his boots out on the beach. Yeah, which that, that doesn't, <laughs> you know, and I think that, you know, we've laughed about that because my mom uh, has, has backed up the fact that as a kid growing up, I would not yeah. wear shorts. Yeah. I mean, I didn't care. Uh, if I put shorts on, it's because I was going to go swimming. Other than going in a swimming pool, I wouldn't wear shorts. I was a, a jeans and a t-shirt guy. And I Wyatt's guess it, definitely falling suit. At 43 years old, I'm still a jeans and a t-shirt <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to, we'll hopefully get over that fear here with uh, fall and winter coming up for yeah. sure. Well, I'm sure once he gets uh, a little bit older and gets into the old hunting and the deer and stuff like that yeah. even more than he is already, he'll forget all about those hornets. Yep. Well, we're going to wrap it up. I do want to remind everybody about Hammer Down because it's, it's going to be a really cool show. It's uh, eight episodes on Nicktoons for the next uh, probably six to eight weeks. The season premiere airs Friday, September the 23rd at 930 on Nickelodeon. Uh, both Carson, Carson is the host of the show, and then Kennedy will be doing a segment called Rapid Fire, and she's involved in some other ways. Actually, you, if your kids are watching uh, Nickelodeon at this point, you'll be seeing some promos with them both on there too. So um, be sure to catch that. It's uh, it's going to be really funny and um, just, just a good show for, for your kids to watch and you too. So set that DVR for that. All right, we're going to move on to our Hair 911. So this week, Jason Schultz, um, and Jason is a regular on our Twitter and social media platforms. Uh, His name's one that I recognize, and and he's always uh, very engaging with us. Um, So we appreciate that, Jason. Jason says, I just need any type of product to help my hair. That's about the same thing you say, isn't it? (laughs) LW. (laughs) Um, So our TG experts have said, hey, Jason, I'm so glad that you reached out. All of your styling problems are over. Whether you're banking in the boardroom or counting stacks on the boulevard, TG's Bedhead for Men's Pure Texture Molding Paste 
has taken over the number one spot for meeting all of your hairstyling needs. When applied to dry hair, it adds texture and definition while it fights humidity. Get even more style out of it when you apply it to slightly damp hair. Pure texture molding paste also resists flaking, which will make it hard for the ladies to resist you. Enjoy, Jason. <laughs> we got a very fun guy, TG, that uh, helps us with this uh, creative here. So he's always uh, having a little fun. So don't forget that you can pick up the men's pure texture molding paste and other great products that TG makes um, at your local Ulta location. You can also visit Ulta.com. Just definitely want to thank uh, Bedhead by TG for their continued support of this podcast. At what They're definitely what makes it possible to do this uh, every other week here for you guys. So go and support them. All right, I'm going to uh, get to drill you with rapid fire. All of my guests get the old rapid fire questions. Oh, okay. It's probably not going to be too hard for you. Uh, favorite hunting season? Deer. Fall deer. That's the only time you can hunt deer in it. Yes. Yeah. Biggest pet peeve? Perfume. <laughs> that goes along with hunting season. <laughs> All right, so favorite um, cartoon to watch with Wyatt? Curious George. Yep, and why? He has learned so much from Curious George that he he may halfway in his mind think that he is a monkey. Yeah. Because he thinks he can do what Curious George yeah. does. Every time we're like, Wyatt, where'd you learn that? And he's like, Curious George did it. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he started out as, when he was younger, he liked Caillou, which I thought was good because like Caillou had a lot of good, you know, taught you to be a polite, respectful young person. And now he's turned into Curious George, which is he's a little bit more uh, uh, curious and curious and <laughs> wanting to jump off the top of the building if he has the chance because he just thinks that he can do anything. Yep, he's curious. Besides racing, what other sport are you a fan of? Hunting. <laughs> um, so best road trip song? Definitely Dead Skunk. I knew you would say that. <laughs> so as part of our summer travels, where you tell the story about how you introduced Wyatt to the song Dead well, Skunk. When I was a, a little boy, probably about six or seven years old, um, had a, a woman aunt dot who was not really our aunt but she <laughs> ran <laughs> worked at my grandparents hardware store and she would take us kids and her own kids to the movies periodically throughout the summer and she drove a station wagon and whenever you'd see a skunk in the road you'd sing dead skunk in the middle of the road which they knew the song because when i was probably seven years old it probably was a song that was on the radio back right. in those days and that song from that point on i doubt i ever heard that song again until our kids and I would sing, I'd see a skunk in the middle of the road, and I'd sing, dead skunk in the middle of the road. And then, of course, with modern technology, we searched it on, online, and, and we find the song and play it. So, so it is now, on our yeah, iTunes playlist. Yeah, well, Wyatt's got it on his iPad, <laughs> Kenny's got it on her iPad, Kelly's got it on her phone, so we're... We keep readily the dead skunk song so we can play it whenever we see it. And yeah. th that's probably So when we're road tripping and you start, songs. yeah, you start sniffing and LW goes... Or some mostly no. Wyatt. Typically, now. typically yeah. Wyatt. I'll, Wyatt will say "Dad," and I'll look in the mirror, and he'll have a smile on his He'll say, "You know you what know that, that means." And, and then we have to start singing. Yep. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's become well, what Wyatt said. Several favorite songs. He loves different music and songs. And but that's our best road trip song. That's the one we <laughs> sing when we're driving. Yeah. We sing it a lot. So definitely go look that one up so you can hear what the dead skunk in the middle of the road song is. All right, awesome. Where well, you survived rapid fire. Good job. Thank you. It's not hard with your wife. It's easy. <laughs> it's not like the rapid fire in our house, yeah, is right. it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm used to the rapid fire. What does Mike quick. Davis say when I say, uh, um, um, 
you know, your full name. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no. It went, yeah, it went from That's the old Mike Davis fire. started with LW yeah. once, LW twice. And yeah. when I heard LW yeah. twice, I knew it was yeah. serious. And then it rolled into the Leslie Wayne. And when you hear Leslie Wayne, you know that, oh, we, we must That's have the old rapid maybe, fire. <laughs> we might have crossed the line at some point. <laughs> we don't come across that too much. No. We did a good job. All right. Well, we definitely uh, want to thank you guys for listening. We want to thank Exalta for their continued support and urge you to head over to ExaltaRacing.com. Uh, you can check out photos and news on the Exalta number 88. If you haven't heard already, Jeff Gordon and Alex Bowman will be filling in for Dale in the 88 for the rest of the season um, as he recovers from his concussion-like symptoms. Alex had a great run this past weekend in Chicago, and it was also awesome to see Jeff atop the pit box uh, this weekend showing his support to the entire Hendrick organization. Be sure to visit ExaltaRacing.com every week for all this news and more. And thank you, sweetheart, for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on your show, and it's been a, a blast as uh, as usual. I'll take any second I can to spend with you. So. <laughs> this is how we get quality time. <laughs> <laughs> no kids. I, I haven't heard a kid in here yelling or complaining yeah. or crying, so it's all great. All good. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening this week, and uh, be sure to join us on the next Fast Lane Family. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Carrie Earnhardt here. Tune in this Friday to Earnhardt Outdoors as Hank Parker Jr. and I cover everything from the great outdoors to the activities that strengthen the bonds of families and friendships. That's Earnhardt Outdoors right here on Dirty Mo' Radio.